and welcome to Be Your Best Podcast. I'm Gilman Hansen, your host. I'm a brand strategist and executive creative director for companies and organizations around the world for over 25 years, helping them discover, create, and design brands. A year ago, I took all that I've learned about branding and applied it to people like you and me and created Design Personal Brand Training for individuals and teams, where people can learn about designing a strong personal brand and how to apply it in making a difference for themselves and others. Recently, we started Be Your Best Podcast to chat with others who have created successes with their personal brand for both work and play. So let's get started by considering, what does it mean to be our best personal brand? And how can we learn to be our best? How are we perceived? Can we manage what others think of us? Is it just circumstances or can we play an active role in being a strong personal brand? Today, we are happy and excited to be talking with Donna Hollinshead of Make Life Pretty, offering products and services that bring a smile. Donna's purpose is to radiate light and loving in all she creates. Donna's brand promise is, I help express your inner joy and loving. Donna's brand ethos is to be of service for the highest good. Donna's value proposition is inspiring you inside and out. Her brand style is making life pretty with words and color that express inner beauty. Her intention is using art and words to inspire joy. I've had the pleasure of knowing Donna for a while as a good friend mentor, and as a client, and as a coach. I've been impressed by her commitment to seeing life through the eyes of love and compassion. So Donna, it's such a pleasure. Welcome. Glad you could join us on Be Your Best. Thank you. Thank you. And it's an honor to be here. <laughs> it's funny to hear all those things. <laughs> About that. Quite an intro, right? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I love yeah. it. And I love these intros because it really it's all about being our best and sharing that. So it's great to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. So let's start. A let's get started by sharing a little about how it all began for you. What inspired you to make life pretty? <laughs> that is such a loaded question. So there's layers of that. So for me, make life pretty is this uh, lovely thing that I'm doing now. But when I look back, I think I pretty much was born <laughs> going, how can I make things pretty? And always through the form of, from art. And I, I, I think to uh, just all the things that I would embellish. I remembering even when I was young and I was a secretary, knew nothing. And as a secretary, I was decorating envelopes and making things really pretty and beautiful. I had um, professors like, comment on when I handed in work, there had to be some touch of art or some touch of something that was beyond just the words on the paper. So I think I've always been making life pretty but it's not just an outer, it's something more inner for me. And that's the, um, it's an outer expression of my gratitude and celebration for being alive. Mm. 
mm-hmm. and getting to live and and experience all the things we get to experience. So it's sort of like an inner celebration that just sort of comes out of me. I even went back to, you know, most of my life I was a professional clown and I was making the little kids pretty because my job was face painting. (laughs) And there was an awe and a magic. And I think what it really comes down to is when, what really makes life pretty is when we can smile. Mm. And the smile comes from something inside of us, way beyond what's on the outer. So, and I like pretty. <laughs> I, I, that's a good word. I mean, I, I think we all like pretty, you know, it's, it's, it's great. It, uh, <laughs> it makes people happy. When... Yeah, happy is a good, happy is a word, like inner happiness, right? There's all those spiritual books that are written. And at the very end, there's that sentence that says, and if you just follow being happy, you've got it. <laughs> <That's a good laughs> and I love that. Right. I love that. Yeah, that seems true. I'm, I'm not about some suffering. I'm about, okay, how can we find the blessing? How can we go through? How can we, I think the other thing about making life pretty is I love to like kind of improvise and try things and create. So there's that to it as well. Mm. Well, I know in this podcast, uh, people, it's not video, though we're recording video, but if people could see the background behind you, they'd totally get it right away. There's so much colors and paintings and nice sayings all over your back wall. So uh, just let the know the, the listeners know that uh, she's living it. Believe me, she's really living it. <laughs> There's kind of a joke. I raised two boys and when they were young, they were like, don't leave anything around. She might paint it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've painted some furniture and painted murals. I've done all the things, but it's like, okay, if you don't want that painted, you better hide it. (laughs) Mm. So I do love, and I do love to be, I really enjoy um, art. Like I love uh, going to art shows, art galleries. There was a time when I had a business doing that, but standing in the presence of images that invoke something uh, is, I find really joyful. And I will occasionally walk through my home, look at all the art and to see, does that still bringing me the same joy? Because if it doesn't and it feels used, I'll move it out and about so that someone else can use it. So I do really notice the environment and, and, and make sure it still supports, uh, you know, what I'm enjoying. So, wow. you know, we, we change. <laughs> that's beautiful. Uh, speaking of making things pretty, it's, that's beautiful what you just said. I have, a, uh, I have a question for you. Sure. Okay, so you grew up and lived your life. And who were your greatest influencers, uh, your inspiration people in your life? that sort of helped, you know, helped you move forward and become who you are today? Oh, wow. So I would say that uh, my mom is my biggest fan. Any little thing that I ever did, she just thought was just all that. Um, So there was encouragement, but I also had amazing mentors and teachers. And I don't know how that lines up, but starting with my kindergarten teacher, who wore a smock and we had an easel in the back of the room and we brought in our little tempera paints. And I just thought I was an artist. Like, and then I had an art teacher in elementary school that was fantastic. And then in high school, I had an art teacher that saw 
how much I loved what I was doing. So he created a class for me in the back of a regular class and pushed me out into the world of um, going into art shows. And it was a little scary, you know, being young and not knowing. And um, he just kept me trying things. He would never let me work in oils because he said, no, it takes too long. So he just made me try next thing, <laughs> next thing and, and, and modeled it because he was an artist himself. So, and then I've had other artists in my life that I have um, looked toward, but then I would say in the bigger picture, mm-hmm. um, John Roger is uh, the founder of the movement of spiritual inner awareness. So that's a spiritual teacher. And that, really let me connect to uh, the, the, the unseen parts of me that are expressing. So that having a, a, pra- a spiritual practice has been a big part of how I get to see the, the world and make life pretty and of, of creating. Um, my husband also uh, always there. And then along the way, I've had amazing teachers, friends, like even in business, like just like all the long, it seems like, you know, it takes a village. I feel like I could go, oh, here, let me just thank a whole village of amazing people that I've come in contact with that helped me get here. And then I would say, um, I have a level of commitment and perseverance. And so I've keep standing up for myself to keep going and not to quit or give up because it would be easy as an artist to do that so I always kept dabbling and kept trying things and um yeah I think yeah that's great that's um so nice to have so many people that helped you you know yeah and I would I would also say Gil let me let me just take a minute to thank you because you were one of the people that came in for me at a time um, when one is so creative and so expansive there's it's necessary to distill down for clarity to see where you're going to put all that energy so that you can create something and you were someone that supported that for me in really distilling things down and 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 that's like a big process because I could just be, ah, you know, like all that. And um, that, that focus. So, so having a support around focus is also what got make life pretty like here, but me here, because there's things I had to let fall away or say no to. Mm, I'm, yeah, a yes I, I I'm a yes girl. I'm a yes girl. I remember uh, when we were doing the, uh, the, your personal brand training it was painful at it, times it was the universe <laughs> oh excuse me it was I like, Man, we're, we're, we're way beyond the solar system here i go what i mean how are we going to ground this how are we going to bring it can back we, to earth or can we power this down to the earth plane yes and so so then there are many people that influenced me in letting go of things to get more clarity which allows to get to this point to there is actually this right otherwise it would be more in the ethers and in my lovely imagination so there's a there's some like rooting something down you know it's sort of like the blank canvas it isn't anything until you actually take a paintbrush to it Hmm. and for me it was a lot of people that helped me take the paintbrush as a metaphor to the to these things that i'm creating that are in the world Hmm. i love that 
and and it's it's also like there's a need like I've had um I've been really blessed I, I support people on retreats and I I teach some yoga I do some things but then I create products but they're actually with someone in mind and that's helpful because I like doing this as a way of serving so that's helped my, that's helped things grow as well, playing with different things and expanding, expanding and trying things. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's wonderful. That's, uh, uh, you just sort of slid right into, which is the next question I want to ask you about. And, okay. So we we're all going through, we just finished, I don't know if we're done COVID yet, but it's around as we know. Yeah. And in this shifting world, um, and I've seen this with you, uh, and so I'm going to ask you more as a question than uh, a statement, but where do you see your art playing an an increased role in helping others? Well, I would have to say that what I'm noticing is a lot of it is because of the the nature of the messaging, Mm. because my message is one of love and joy and kindness. It's like the timelessness and not in a happy, positive kind of like that, but in a real like soulful way so that when I, so that what happens, and, and I see this because I do wear my own. So I have, I create t-shirts is one of the things I create and I wear them. And it's interesting that I'm out in my own t-shirt and people will stop me. One of my t-shirts says, all you need is love with a big heart. I'm walking through a grocery store and a, and a woman in a wheelchair says, oh, all we need is love. You're right about that. And so that message is just me walking through, but it is a message of of hope of who we really are. So I think that the messaging itself is a reminder that while circumstances and conditions may be what they are, we're still infinite. We're still inside of us this joy that doesn't need that outside. So I think in a way it's the messages. I also notice on you know, on Instagram or for any of the any of the social media platforms that I am part of, that I'm really committed to posting things that are uplifting, which is usually in the form of art mixed with nature. And that I get people, you know, often that just say, oh my gosh, thanks, I needed that because there is a lot of attention on some of the other things. And I'm not negating or making less than because I know there's some real things out there that we all have to do what we have to do. But it's almost as though my job is to hold this other space so that you can look over here for a moment and let your soul and heart get full and then turn back to whatever the thing is that you're needing to do. So it's a, it's, I think it's touching to the divine, the love that we already are. Mm. And reminding. I've heard uh, what you just said as, it's like a secret that's self-evident almost. Like yeah. if you if you just sort of hit the switch or whatever the tools are, whether it's a faith base or trust base or understanding or art, you know, that the you know, because we do a lot of we spend a lot of time not being too gracious about us humans. Yeah. But on the other hand, we have so much capacity oh to share. Goodness. 
we're and, like we're like so amazing and that's yeah, it that, yeah. to me that's a celebration right mm. so when I watch I, I get to live in a place where there's a lot of nature and, and I go out in nature for my own inspiration and when I see a tiny little spiral of a fern that's all curled up waiting to unfurl and then seeing it in its different phases that inspires me because it's doing that. Whatever has us all moving and creating, like we're we're made of that, or we're part of all that. And and I think our mind, with all its capacity, might forget. We might focus on a bunch of other things and forget that we're amazing. Our body seeks a desired temperature. It digests our food. Like this is fascinating to me. <laughs> we're on a planet <laughs> and we're spinning in a universe. Like I'm seriously, I go. So I really am awed very easily, but also like right now we're breathing mm. and we're communicating. And so I, for me, color art, like I'll stand and I can stand in front of a piece of art and something beyond the word, like it's touching some other part of me. And so I feel like when we can tap into that, whether it's through an image or music or whatever it is, we just keep remembering that we're whole, that we're made from something called love, <laughs> that all is well beyond all the other things that are happening. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and it's such a nice thing to be reminded of that. Like, and that's what I'm, I'm looking at your room right here, all the art and everything. And I, I, as soon as I got in there, I, oh, I was reminded. Oh yeah, 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 that, that's, what, that's what it's all about. That's why we're having the phone call. <laughs> so we're doing the podcast. Oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> you know, I used to wear a bracelet as a clown and it said, what if the hokey pokey is what it's all about? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, huh. Hmm, is it really that simple, right? Because there's a simplicity, not always easy because mm. we have a lot of things going on, but there's a simplicity. And I, I think it's a little bit kindergarten. And for me, if I stop and watch children on a playground or in action, that seems like a rawness of life that we're wired for. But we get responsibilities as we're growing, as we're getting older, right? Like, so there's so I think that part of what I do is tap back into that. It's, mm -hmm. I would call it like a childlike joy or, um, you know, there's like an innocence. Like sometimes people will see my art and go, oh, that's sweet, but it might not reach them. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Because there is a part of it that's like, yeah, it's just that simple. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, you know, it's funny because when you said the word responsibility about two sentences ago, uh, instantly I, 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 uh, I twitched. Like, oh, no, no, I, I'm putting my fingers up right now. Like, no, 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 don't, don't, let's not talk about that right now. Right. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I mean, it doesn't mean to disavow. I mean, we have to be responsible for right. our actions and everything else, but it, it was more like um, we were have we're just having we're playing here we're in the sandbox here this is fun yeah and that's how i see life i see life as that and you know when you say the word responsibility somewhere along the line one of the ways that i reordered that for myself mm. um is able to respond 
And so in a sense, when you say, what is it that this does, there's something about what I do or how this lands on people that it gives a, that you tap into a feel good. And then I am able to do all the hundred million things. (laughs) Yeah, that's no, that's great. Um, It's better to be stop, register, get refocused, get rebalanced, touch into the feel good in any response that you do with uh, someone else, because when we're like that, then they're happy, they get happy too. I mean, it's, it, it's yeah. like a contagious thing. Right. Uh, when you're smiling, right. You know, it's right. been interesting during these like COVID times of the mask smiling. It's like, you can still do it with your eyes. Like, <laughs> yeah. You see it. So don't of course, you? Yeah. You know, I have a mask and it says love just right across it. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> That's true. You see the smiles in the eyes right away. It's, I, I think we've yeah. all gotten pretty good at that. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yeah, okay, they're smiling. I see that their eyes are, tw- and sometimes they wink, you know, they, they yeah. twinkle. Yeah, yeah, you get that, right? It's funny. So, so that, again, there's something, I guess I, I see us, I see us as resilient in a good, in a way of like, oh, okay, that's happening. So we'll pivot, we'll, we'll do it this way. We can still be this way. Like, I, I guess that's another thing. I really see every, what could look like a stumbling block or challenge as a stepping stone. Mm something we step up on to go, oh, so I think that's sort of what, whatever I, whatever I create is coming from that place. And I think that might land to support others. You know, I'm a big fan of snail mail because it's like a lost art, you know, and one of the things that I have created are cards and and postcards and note cards, but I love a postcard that's bright and pretty that that can touch to the male person that has to carry it. <laughs> you know, like that is a, seems like a really small thing, but is it? You yeah, know, I, I love that you said that. My brother does that. Mail, my brother. Yeah. He writes, he writes notes to me, uh, my older brother, John, and it's always on a nice card. And it, it's so much nicer than a, a, an email or a text by far. <laughs> Right. And I get it. I get the timing and I get, and I totally do that. I totally do electronic things. Yep. I totally get it. But there's a part of me that goes, Oh, and I make the time now and then Mm. to send out paper things, which are like, Oh, and yeah. Yeah. So, so I think that's another way. That's another way of making life pretty, right. It's even, even in the delivery of the thing when it's going out there there's always a sticker on an envelope coming from my home. And that includes, I want to say this, that includes if it's like going to the government or some taxing or whatever it is. I'm like, oh, I can still, some some human's going to look at this. Mm. What can I do? <laughs> and that's just natural. Like I'm not really, I'm like, oh, well, I've got this butterfly sticker. <laughs> <laughs> I can use a, I can use a pink Sharpie to write the address. <laughs> so Love yeah. that. That's it's really uh, I, I got, that's a good tip, by the way. Um, I'm conscious of that, but now I'm, you've just, that's great. Okay. That's my next thing now is to make the IRS guy happy when he receives the, sees the envelope. That's good. Yeah. And, and yeah. also what I'll say to that is I feel good doing it. Mm. Like there's something in me that also, oh, that felt, that just feels nice. Like, okay. I don't know. Yeah energy you know it's all energy right energy well that's a great way to sort of wrap it up uh, our conversation Mm -hmm. just what you just said 
mm. you know, feel good. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I want to thank you, Donna, for sharing oh, your thoughts. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure to be here. And uh, yeah, I thank you too. And to whoever is listening, if there's something in you that gets inspired, that's just so, that's what we're here as humans to do, right? Mm -hmm. To kind of support each other along this, along this life path. <laughs> wow, that's, that's, that's beautiful. Um, and for listeners, right, who want to know more about you and your art, the best ways for them to reach out to Donna is to go to makelifepretty.co and I am living, loving, laughing.com. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the way. Those are the ways. <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll get a lot. You're going to get a lot of responses on this. It's, uh, it's beautiful. Very beautiful. Thank you, Gil. Yeah. And uh, thanks, Donna. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah. Have a, have a blessed day. Thank you. And thanks to everyone who helped us in the process of creating Be Your Best Podcast. A special call out to Carl Speak, co-creator and author, Don Lowry, co-creator, advisor, Darlene Reith, co-creator, Barbara Batondo, advisor and editor, Nick Hansen for the music, Tracy Stortz, our amazing production manager, and all the others that made this happen. And a special call out to the Design Management Institute for all the opportunities to help us get started. Your personal brand is your most important asset. You have an opportunity to be better every day. So be ready to be your best. Thanks for listening. If you want to know more and learn about our three-step process to design your personal brand, please reach out to us at designpersonalbrand.com. And feel free to reach out to me directly at 215-280-1876 or gill at designpersonalbrand.com. Thank you.